What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. It's Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Gifford with Jay, and a super special guest in the building, our third musketeer, Mrs. Tiff. What up, Tiff? Hello, hello. Hey, Mrs. New, uh, new new business look good on you, too. Okay. Be well, friends. Okay. You got that new business face. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. So, Tiff is back on the podcast with us. And once again, I think, we, did we do it last year, too? We recorded live from the fifth Yeah, we did. Hey, so as per uh, a tradition that we accidentally created, we are recording live from the Fit Trip. For those of you who don't know, or just join us, just tuning in, just find out about the podcast. We take an annual fit trip, me, Jay, and Tiff, to celebrate our health every single year. We are all plant-based vegans, work full-time in the health and wellness space as nutritionists and fitness trainers and, you know, personal developers. And so we decided, what, six years ago now, to take some time out every year to celebrate our health in a new location in the world. So this year we came to Nevada. You know, COVID held back our international plans. Right. And so we decided to take it just cross country and um, come to, to the desert. So as we speak, we are sitting here staring at some beautiful mountains, some beautiful desert dunes out here in Nevada. Blue sky, perfect day, perfect weather. We left what degree weather in Detroit, y'all? It was in the About 50s, 50s, I think. Yeah, yeah like mid-50s in Detroit. Rainy and cloudy. Yeah. Rainy and cloudy. Blow me. So it's a solid 85, 90 degrees here in Nevada, and we are looking forward to a weekend filled with gratitude, shenanigans, restoration, good vegan food, um, and much, much more. But let's get into this podcast. First of all, how y'all feeling? Fit trip number six? Man, wonderful. good. We just, me and Tiff just kept talking about just remember this, remember this, and I just did it with you. Like remember on the last picture, it's just crazy that we're starting to have more and more memories. Yes. as the years go. And I love when we have a memory and we can't remember where we were. Right. Because right. I was like, what was that? We was in Domino's parking lot. That was. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, super cool. Tiff, how are you feeling about year number six on a fit trip? I'm feeling great. It's a special number six because I am actually relocating yeah. to Arizona to a similar climate ooh, ooh. to where we're at now. And I'm enjoying it. It's just like, it's kind of like a celebration though. Yeah. Like our last fit trip of us like leaving from the same place yes. and returning to the same place. Yes. So yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Me and Jay will now have a second home hey. in AZ. Yes. Can't Come wait to live AZ. on the West Coast. Fly out to places near the West Coast. Tickets cheaper, weather nicer. Okay, right, and so guest um, roomier. Yeah, oh yeah, we got a, we got our own <laughs> got guest, guest room. room. Guest room with your name and on it. You know Absolutely. <laughs> so this is a big deal, and and you know, listen, my birthday is in about seven eight days, so yes. we got a lot to toast to this weekend. Yeah, y'all. Uh, this is exciting exciting times. But let's get into this here podcast. This episode, we actually want to talk about something quite relevant to the fit trip, and that is burnout and overwhelm and the need to prioritize pleasure for restoration uh, what it looks like to restore refill your cup recover and most importantly how to break the cycle of becoming overwhelmed and stressed out and then ha- trying to figure out how to decompress just mm-hmm. to get recompressed right and so we know that's a big one especially this year there's yeah. been a lot of reasons to be overwhelmed stressed out overworked underworked you know just a lot of uncertainty for a lot of things this year and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today but first 
Wait, Wait, what? Wait, what is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week or two that made us go, wait, what? Well, real quick and simple, my way what is, we touched down just a couple hours ago here in Las Vegas, and the lady directly in front of me on the plane, so you know, deep planning is different now during COVID. Everything is like really organized and civil. Everybody don't hop up at the same time. So this plane is slowly deplaning. I get We're in the back of the plane. I guess the lady in front of me could not take it a second longer. And she proceeded to yell out, can somebody pass me my bag up there, my Newport? <laughs> what? I heard at least and I were in the same row, but across the aisle. She She demanded somebody get her bag from the overhead compartment so she can get her Newports. And I remember thinking, is she about to line up right now? She said, I can't take it a second longer. I've been on this plane too long. It was a four-hour flight. And now I'm sitting here to be plane. Who was she yelling to? Nobody she knew, just a random person. Yes, and and the dude, the white dude across the aisle was like, which bag? This one? (laughs) Mind you, he had a cigarette behind his his ear. ear. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, okay, yes, I understand. He was like, babe, we lighting up together? Yeah. What we gonna do? Yeah, and and then when when she was getting off and he handed her a bag, he said, you owe me a square. I said, y'all got a deal? Is that that bet? Is that what this was? Is that that bet money? deal back here. (laughs) Yeah, somebody passed me my Newports loud and clear on the plane. No Absolutely. shit, ma'am. Why would you, listen, she said I need to smoke. As it's so many levels it, it of wait, what? So why for would her. you? <laughs> Pass it's crazy me. because if I was the one who heard it, I would have been the one handing the bag over. <laughs> like sis, need oh somebody who ain't had a hit of their drug is the worst person to be around. Yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I just want yeah. you to be comfortable. This ain't the time to try and save no, somebody. Yeah, I'm not about to judge you right <laughs> now. I'm just trying to find you some peace in this situation. <laughs> But no okay. game. It's new for all of us. You hear me? <laughs> right. We ain't never deep playing like this. Never. <laughs> this is COVID. You know, because my um, like my impatience was flaring. Yeah, I oh, bet. I was annoyed. I was so annoyed. Up. Yeah. All oh, it was annoyed. flaring up. It was getting higher and higher and higher. I could feel. I'm like, calm down. At the very minimum, all you would have done. If if we didn't be playing like this, it's stand be standing you sat up, up in the aisle in, for instead the same of sitting amount of time. down. Yeah, so it's okay. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you were able to talk yourself off the ledge. Oh I yeah, said. Jay probably <laughs> good losing. Job. I'm oh, glad you had an aisle seat so you could get up. Good job. Yeah, yeah was, because if I would have been at the window and that person would have been on the uh, edge in, in the aisle. Oh yeah, forget and, about it. Oh my god, <laughs> if you don't hurry up and stand up, it's yeah. over. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just listening. For my jet, you know, my voice. I was listening. Right. In my, and I was like, do I hear a cuss up. word flying? <laughs> nope. Your girl, your girl held it I together. I said, oh, she being good up there. And your girl held, held it together. Jay, no. But Tiff was getting smashed on the plane, though. Oh, my gosh. Girlfriend next to me, she was spilling over into my seat. And I'm like, like smushed up against the window. And so she left to go to the restroom. And so I quietly like moved the little armrest mm-hmm. down. So maybe she would understand this is your perimeter. This is where you're she supposed to stay. Her, she was still elbowing me. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Plane etiquette is she, still a problem. I was in the window. She went to take a picture of the, the window scene. Uh-huh. Leaning over me with her camera. No respect. Didn't even ask first. I'm just like, okay, well, go ahead. Get your shot, girl. I mean, <laughs> no respect. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Your plane etiquette least. is risky these days. Really yeah. true. In the middle of COVID, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In the middle of COVID. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm still dealing out, dealing space. with spillage. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a whole spillage. mess. All, All right. right. What's your way? What? Me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. 
this just happened as well. This trip has been productive, okay? We got the way what's coming through on this trip. So so we asked Jay, we said, okay, so we have a rental car. It's my year, first of all. So year, every yeah. year somebody's in charge of planning where we're going to go, where we're going to stay, getting the rental car, basically. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yep. So we were just asking Jay, we said, so where did you rent the car from? She said, Fox. And Lisa was looking like, I have never heard of Fox. And never. I'm like, I've used them before. They're fine. Whatever. <laughs> so we touch down. We get our bags. We go to the um, the rental car port. There's like a shuttle. We go to the shuttle. And so the other main places, like, you know, your Enterprise, your Hertz, they were all the in reputable the same. Places. It's the reputable places. <laughs> they were all in the same spot, right? Right, of course. But Fox, though, uh-uh. Fox, you had to take there. another little short bus. I said the other. If you <laughs> were in the other rental places, you, you know, need another shuttle. And it was ragged. So we had to hop on shuttle number two. Number two. <laughs> that, that was, was on last leg. And it was I'm so ragged. The air was kicking. The air was kicking. <laughs> but the seats were dirty, kind of dingy. I couldn't understand my man, the driver. I'm like, what did he do? Yeah, speaker oh, was yeah. muffled. Yeah, so it Rattling. was interesting. So we, we pull up and we were we were driving and Jay was like what I'm like where's the airport we are not on the airport premises <laughs> I'm like we in a different area call what is we're still driving so we finally pull up and the Fox rental like building was like dilapidated like the build it was peeling <laughs> it just looked like can you say you saw sad. Fox painted on the side of a dumpster <laughs> I, I really did when we pulled in the parking lot I saw a dumpster and the word Fox that was their welcome sign oh right on the side of a dumpster and it ain't say Fox rental car this is Fox figure the rest out we might be at Fox trash dump we might be at Fox studios it's Fox is that run around <laughs> right we might be at a Fox reserve no this is so we're yeah. walking up there with the skeptical eye anyway so we get there. Lisa was handling business, so I get there to go and stay in line with Jay. So Jay's in line. So I'm like, I need some water, right? We go to the vending machine. The first vending, it was like three of them. The first vending machine was just like out of order, period. Dusty. Dusty in a mug. Okay, them snacks was probably from 86. They looked all extra dusty. I'm like, what? So I could not, I'm trying to get some water for all of us. I could not work it. I put money in. The money came back. Made my selection. That thing, It actually came down and handed me an empty Nothing. Um. Like, you know how the little machine it comes down like it's going to hand you oh, something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing. You want to take this So hair. I got my money back. Yeah, you know, take this like, Jay is not going to happen. She's like, that's all right, whatever. So we get up to the counter. The lady's like, okay, driver's license and credit card. Jay was like, okay, you just hang on. Okay, fine. Here you go. You know, and so the lady was like, she goes and does her thing. And she came back. She said, can you, what's your confirmation number? So Jay on her phone, she pulls up the email with the confirmation. Let me, mind you now, Jay is extremely un bothered mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. the slowest little look up little search hand her phone right the lady was like th- there was some guy next to her too the like guy the was like manager he's looking over her shoulder he was like um this is from budget <laughs> i'm sorry what jay was like uh, wait no no did i jay looking like through her phone i'm like so search fox like just search the word fox in your email and nothing came up so Jay was just uh, still unbothered. She's like, you know what? How much would it cost for me to rent a car? You know, <laughs> here, here. I'm like, do I need a reservation? She's like, do I need a reservation? And then, y'all, this is the kicker. The line was like growing. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Steadily growing, right? Jay is unbothered. So she was like, I got to move some money around. Just give me a second, you know. So Jay is tapping in stuff. And the slowest tap I, I on her phone. I know none of this was going on. Oh, listen. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to take it. So let me tell y'all. <laughs> take me back to the airport. Okay. <laughs> so here, here's what happened. 
a couple months ago, <laughs> oh my somebody God. stole some money out of my account. So I opened up a new account to use at places that weren't that reputable, right? <laughs> like, like Fox. Like, like Fox. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so I didn't use a credit card. I used a debit card, and it was a $400 deposit. Mm-hmm. So I um, moved the $400 over to the, you know, that account. Yeah. But let me tell you, it was a whole mess. <laughs> she had I don't know number. my account number. Yeah. So I went in the first account, copied and pasted, oh, went to the account that I had to transfer the money, and then transferred it. Then went back to Now, when the money transferred, it goes into my savings. So I have to go back into that oh, account and then transfer into the, oh. the whole time. <laughs> Tiffany is like, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm <laughs> Tiffany. How no. did you stand there here, the whole time and do that? Here's the funny part. I've been working on myself. No, here's God, the funny bless part, Lisa. You. Why did I bust out singing? That's how I'm. Oh yeah, I didn't even. Remember. <laughs> Tiffany was like I, I was unbothered. <laughs> the lady behind like, the counter was, I was looking like, like sister. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 Tiffany, oh, like really? We start laughing. Unbothered much? <laughs> you didn't peep it though. We laughing. The lady was looking like. Oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening right, right. now. So she walked away. Look, the lady walks away. Oh, Jay's still yeah. on her phone. She finally get everything. She was like, okay, you can do it now. She was like, lady gone. Wait. <laughs> Jay didn't even realize the lady oh, had left. She deuced me. She, deuced, she said deuces. I don't, I don't have time. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Then we came back and the cars were all scratched up and dusty. Dirty. This car we are filming in right now it has issues. The back seat is all everything. ashy looking. Ashy. And- <laughs> Ashy it's a mess, but and then we're here. here's the thing though. So I'm seeing all these scratch. Now we had to pick our poison. Like, do we choose the car that looked like somebody took some black marker and colored on <laughs> oh, the yeah. back seat, the or the scratches on the outside, or the trunk that looked like somebody just thought of it the night before and, and made <laughs> it? it in there. Like, what? <laughs> Little pocketbook trunk. And Lisa, I'm like, nah, I gotta find a way to record this this stuff here. Lisa, talking about. Just drive up there. They'll know what's wrong with it. <laughs> I was ready to go. I did. Unbothered. Right. Unbothered. No, I ain't never going to be that unbothered. I said, no, ma'am. I got to. I have to record this. <gasps> Y'all were in that line forever. I got done with my business call. Y'all was still signing up there. I said, First of all, Lisa, let me tell you something about yourself. You. <laughs> Don't point your finger at me. You. Put your finger down. You, you ain't going to finish that sentence with that finger in my face. You. <laughs> How about over here? What? It's far enough. Get all the time to have no business card, but the moment you 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 acting like me now. Only I one of I us can act like Did I complain? You didn't. She didn't. You no, was like, I ain't she said was no, time ago. I'm not. We can't go. She ain't said I was waiting for her to be like, on the what podcast. Was wrong? <laughs> she told me I just drive up there. They'll know what's wrong with the car. This is a place. Well, it may not even be here tomorrow. <laughs> it may not be here when we try to <laughs> turn the car. We shut down. We're going to turn the car. Look, I was more upset with the place I chose than y'all was. Like this dumpy, crappy Fox Rental. This right. is not an endorsement for oh, Fox gosh. Rental car. Sorry, sorry y'all. It's also not, not an endorsement for going I say all that to say, right. y'all, y'all, you know, y'all rock with me. I appreciate this. Our six year thing. Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> Lord, have you know, mercy. getting we in stories the, to tell. We have a story. Yeah, because this is way beneath. Shoot, we listen. We still don't know what's gonna happen. Our first Airbnb got canceled unexpectedly. Oh my god! Oh, true. Now we had at grandma's scramble place. to find. We at grandma's place. We had to scramble to find another Airbnb, y'all. But I ain't got the when I go into my Airbnb account and under trips, it's not there. But I got oh. the confirmation code and all that stuff in my email. Oh, wow. That email that I sent y'all. Yeah. What? But when I go under trips and Airbnb, it don't look like I had nothing upcoming. 
You think they took it back? You gonna wait till no? The money is still. They still took the money out, and it hasn't been refunded. You gonna tell us that right now? Yeah. Right. That's the podcast. Find out. That's another way. What? Find out was what in an hour and a half. We gonna check it. We about to see. We could know because we got the code and everything to get in. We have all the instructions. Why y'all oh. say it's a grandma spot? I, I didn't you ain't look at the pictures. You, you, picture? you don't. That's the first thing I saw with that pink couch. Yeah, a I was like, it's a grandma you spot. That's a granny spot. What? <laughs> Girl, you the one that found it and sent it in the email. You know, I got that in the haste after they canceled on us because all the other places were so right, dumb. I, I didn't challenge it because I figured yeah, it was, was like, a last yeah, minute. Because cool. I'm like, okay, we need. Some space. We needed, you know what I mean. Yeah. We're not trying to. Okay, they canceled on us. Now we got to spend an extra five hundred dollars. Well, just yeah. a heads up. Oh, I, I, I messaged the guy earlier. Can you like, can you confirm that we have a reservation? They ain't heard back. Ooh, snap! Wow, it's going to I be want to scare y'all. I mean, we're here now. We have found a place to stay. I ain't really worried about it. Well, how many people trying to say it? I'm bothered. I'm bothered. <laughs> I almost call her. One bedroom apartment. Okay, that ain't Lord. Okay, anywho. I'm about to find grandma's place so you can see this. Yeah. Oh, my God. All yeah. right, so to the topic at hand. Yeah, I'm, let's talk about it. So, so here's what I want to talk about real quick so we can get back to the fish, fit trip. But I had a really, really huge realization in, like, the last couple of weeks that I might be burnt out by definition, mm-hmm. right? And I was so moved by this because one of my defense mechanisms when I feel overwhelmed or tired <laughs> the world and y'all let me do this i yes. just show her yes. the picture it's not like, that bad it's just that, that couch threw me off like it's a pink couch look at the rug <laughs> though look at the rug yeah you chose that it's your year i did the best i could that, uh, i really think racism played a big part in it being canceled on us because oh. our first place was lit yeah our first place it was, was, nice. it, was it ain't too bad in the room yeah no, that's what i said it's not too bad but like yo the rug is what throws me off yeah why would that be your choice ain't nothing a little wine I won't solve but is it a rug on a rug is that what i'm saying yes you are you seen the double ruggage that, that's double ruggage at the airbnb absolutely it is it's double ruggage i didn't even know that was a right. thing yeah they, they they layered their rugs okay. um oh, multi-layers okay so listen okay. y'all this is a real issue i was dealing with so a couple of weeks ago, I really was like, I think I'm overwhelmed. Now, historically, when I get tired or I feel just like really like, okay, I don't work too much today. Usually the thoughts that go through my head is like, I need to like, I want to quit everything. Like, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this. And now like for today, it'd be like forever. Like, I'm just going to pack a bag and, oh, yeah, and go live off that. the grid. Like, I have thoughts like that all the time. Like, I'm stopping everything. Like, if I get one more email about this, if I get one more call about this, whatever, right? And it don't even be, be bad stuff. It could be all good stuff. Yeah. It don't be problems. It just be like, I've just been working so much. And so, I was inspired one day a couple weeks ago. And, Jay, you know, I just moved into a new place. And I'm trying to get that together. I'm doing a little you know, construction and stuff in the house. And so it's a lot to be living in two different places at once. It's just a lot. So I was at Panera recently and I'm standing in line waiting on my food. And I, something told me to look up what overwhelming in the common symptoms. And the very first thing that comes up said development of an escapist mentality. Wow. Very first thing. Now, some other stuff that's on the list don't apply to me. Feeling empty inside, obsession over problems at work, pessimistic outlook on life. Physical symptoms intensify or increase, self-doubt, social isolation, behavioral changes, chronic headaches. But these two, 
this development of escapist mentality and desire to drop out of society. Mm. I was like, that is me all day. Like, and the isolation piece, like, I just want to be alone. I don't, and I, and I want everyone to disappear. Like, I just want to go somewhere where nobody knows me. Like, it's, and I know it's a problem because it would be even good things. You know how me and you would be out, Jay, and somebody mm-hmm. would recognize me or something. And that happened That happened to me recently. Like, aren't you Lisa's man? And it, it, inside of me, it irritated me. Mm-hmm. On the outside, you know, I'm always going to be kind and welcoming. But I'm like, why is every little thing that has to do with my work bothering me? Mm-hmm. When it's really good stuff that I created and wanted this. So I know that it's something that I was like, this is probably burnout for real. Not like just tired and need a weekend vacation. Mm -hmm. And so what you said, Jay, about um, how Beyonce dealt with burnt out is she literally shut everything down, everything, everything down and took her whole family and just vacation. Yeah. And she that's when she um, went to these caves and she. She, but she did, um, you know, in normal Beyonce fashion. Did a little work. Chronic, chron- what do you call it? Chronic, chronicle? Chronicle, it? yeah. Yeah. Like a video. Um, yeah, yep. you remember it? Yep. yep. Yeah, um, but she didn't do anything else. She was just like vacationing and singing in caves and just enjoying her family. Mm-hmm. And no albums, none of that stuff for, yeah. for a while. It was just off the grid for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's what I need. So I've slowly, I know we're going to get into solutions. Um. So we can get into that in a minute. But what's y'all experience with like overwhelm or overwork or burnout? Like how do you guys respond? Does anybody else think about like running away from everybody? Um, well, I've had two instances of that severe feeling. The most, re- the most recent was in 2018 um, when I left my last job. Like I was working for the state. I was in management and I was so overwhelmed. So overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the work-life balance. And it was bad. So I put my energy into finding a new job. So I found a new job and I'm, I'm actually happy where I am. And I remember the day my husband told me, he's like, I bought you a car. Mm. I'm like, you did what? He said, I bought you a car. I said, why? He said, because your whole attitude has changed. You're so much lighter. You're so much like he, he wanted to be around me more. So that made me think, what was my attitude? What was mm-hmm. my disposition like? So he wanted to be around you more when you got the new job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt like when I was overwhelmed, I was not myself. Mm. I was not myself. I didn't feel like running away per se. I would say I would have had that thought more, <laughs> more um, often. If I didn't have the child and the, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. the, all that, mm-hmm. but it was a feeling of I just want to, I just don't want to do this anymore. I just don't want to do this anymore. This anymore, yeah. yeah. See, and so I think partly what makes me made me feel guilty about mine is I love my work. Right. You hated that job. Right. I did, and I think that I makes did. it worse yeah. if you're burnt out and you hate what you yep. do. And yeah. you're, you're stuck to it because I got bills, I got stuff to do, I got insurance. Right. So got, you feel obligated. Yep. yep. Yep, and so, then, like, right. So, okay. okay, so do you think your burnout was almost increased because you didn't like it? Like, every little thing that was with the job felt arduous and, you know what I mean, like, heavy because I can't stand being here, I can't stand in this position. Agreed. Agreed. So it maybe intensifies the overwhelm. Yep, because I, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to do this anymore. I was tired. Right. Uh, and right now I'm overwhelmed because we are relocating. 
and it's a good type of feeling because I'm excited about the next step, mm -hmm. but the whole transition piece of getting there mm -hmm. is what's overwhelming. There's so many pieces, like we had a house fire and we lost pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. So now we're replacing, we're building a household, replacing every single thing and that in itself is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That and new state, new zip code, new just life, everything. Mm -hmm. Finding a, my new glam squad. Who's gonna do my eyebrows? Okay, mm -hmm. everybody can't do your eyebrows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you <laughs> things need a new like person. that. Yep, yeah, yep. So that's overwhelming. And the way I've been dealing with it is just thinking of the end result. Like once I finally get settled, this is just the process. Mm -hmm. Once I get settled, I'll feel better. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. have to get there. Yeah, it's kind of like what you said when you said acute, acute stress versus. Yeah chronic stress yeah. you know acute stress is okay because you have an end date yeah you know what i mean but chronic stress is just it's just uh, just a repetitive cycle that you don't know why sometimes and you don't know when it's going to end yeah but yeah it's good that you have like an end date we're going to be moved in by this time and so it's exciting good. yeah yeah right and yeah. you're getting something that you really want out of it so for sure yeah it's a lot but yeah, yeah. for me um i've been really you know, I've dealt with depression for years, like for years, and it's just, it's just, oh, I, when I get overwhelmed, I get really depressed, mm. and um, with the homeschooling tip, you, you know, I've been venting to you for a minute about yeah. how much I hate homeschooling, like, I, genu I genuinely despise homeschooling, mm -hmm. um, I'm overwhelmed by homeschooling, plus working all day. Um, and then with my son, he needs a lot of help. He needs a lot of help. And he needs a lot of help in things that I feel like he shouldn't need help in. Like, my, okay, my what class I go to next? But I keep, he, he's coming from elementary school. He's going to middle school where he had one or two teachers. Now he has seven, you know, six different teachers on Monday and Wednesday and six different teachers on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then he has all of them over. So it's a lot for him, too. Mm -hmm. So I get overwhelmed by him being overwhelmed, and then I get depressed, and then it's just, you know, I feel like my day is not my own anymore. Like, I value having time to myself so much, yeah. but my days are not my own anymore. It's like I, I work all day, and then even on my lunch, I'm helping him with work. Or any break, I get, I'm helping him with work. And then when I get off work, I'm, you know, catching, help him catch up. Everything. So I've been extremely overwhelmed and extremely depressed. Um, and it's just a lot, you know, everybody know that I was married and mm -hmm. going through a divorce. And it's just like, I'm like super, I just been going, being super depressed. And, and it's just like, I don't even know the difference between overwhelmed, depressed, overwhelmed. I don't know. And I don't know if they're one and the same, mm -hmm. but that's just, that's, so this trip, Mm -hmm. I needed it desperately. Mm -hmm. I was about to literally lose it. So, um, yeah, that's just where I am. So, because you've been dealing with depression for years for different reasons, because you haven't been homeschooling for years, right? Right. So, um, how do you think it, how do you recognize when it's coming on? Or do you? A very pessimistic um, outlook on life. Mm -hmm. I, I recognize it by this real pessimistic. It usually starts with this thought of nothing really matters. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, nothing matters. We all just going to die. You know what I mean? No matter what you do, 
you die, no one even remembers it for a hot second. Even if they do, they like it starts with those type of negative thoughts, mm -hmm. and then it just spirals and it spirals, and it, and it becomes like draining to me. Like I can't think in a positive manner, mm -hmm. and if I do, it's real fleeting. Mm -hmm. You know, normally a positive mindset is like for me every day. Mm -hmm. You know, with negativity creeping in there, it's reversed mm -hmm. when I'm depressed. It's like a very negative outlook with maybe some positive moments. But it's been reversed. When, it's reversed when I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. So what about what what tools do you use? So if you can recognize when those thoughts are coming, is there anything you can do? I've honestly been weighing real heavy on um, medication. Mm -hmm. But Nick talked me out of it. He was like, "I know somebody who's on medication." You've been considering it. I've been yeah. Mm -hmm. I was considering it. Um, and he's like, "They used it so long that." I don't know if they would know who they would be without it. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to do that because you will come reliant on that and mm -hmm. you will probably lose who you are without it. Mm -hmm. And that scared me. So I was like, I don't ever want to, you know, I don't ever want to do that. I was just going to try to use it as a bridge. But so what I mainly do exercise is always, always, always an escape mm -hmm. mentally, physically. I love like, that's the one thing I love. Like, that I love exercising. Like, I love to run. Running is my number one source. Like, when I go running, even when I feel stressed, like, right there, I'll go outside and I'll go running. Um, or I will just, you know, do something, like, listen to a podcast. Like, I know the things that I like. I love podcasts. I love exercising. And I love doing things with my kids. And like you said, mm -hmm. those feelings of wanting to escape. It's never me wanting to escape by myself. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to just take my kids and just live in the middle of somewhere. Like Morgan and I was just talking about that. She said it's a whole community mm -hmm. that lives like in the middle of like nowhere and they just um you know, it started with because I had rose, Nick had bought me some roses and she was like, "You know this this is ink." And she was like, "I don't think everyone uses that ink, but it's this lesbian community mm -hmm. that they live somewhere in the middle of nowhere and they just they don't go into the regular society. They mm -hmm. just take care of their whatever by the the land or whatever yeah i was like we should do that <laughs> like yeah it sounds amazing you know what i mean and it yeah. just sounded so amazing yep. to me just to be away from everyone the demands of everything mm -hmm. not having to fulfill these pressures of society with grades and getting to work on time and doing and, and, and paying bills and you know what i mean like everything will serve a purpose like i'm going to get this log because i need a fire like it's not i'm going to get this log because society said i need to get this log and i may not use this log but they'll think that i'm a loser if i don't get this log like yes. all of that different stuff so yeah yeah, yeah it's all it, it really is a grave reminder of no matter how much sometimes you you think you're an independent thinker or you're not part you're not a sheep or you know you don't follow the status quo i think all of us are sometimes bound by what society has created and we adhere to it in some way. Yeah. And, and we play along. It's, it's, it shows that even in the way we talk, I think it's amazing that we talk like the people around, mm -hmm. our, like our accents. Mm -hmm. That's how much people influence us, right? right. Like mm -hmm. where you're born, you talk, you mimic them so much that now you have this accent. Yeah. You didn't try to have this, you know, you we don't try to sound American. They don't try to sound this way. It's just, the influence and we we're we're reenacting so many things mm -hmm. and we don't even know it mm -hmm. yeah so i know that even though if you want to call yourself an independent thinker or say people are sheep 
even saying people are sheep it's uh, is repeating something someone else a narrative someone else has said so mm -hmm. yeah we're all influenced whether we like it or not you agree? I agree. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, okay, for fun, let's say one thing each other has influenced each other. If you don't have nothing, you'll have nothing because you look like, I don't know. Um, um, I think to say both of you, you both have influenced my level of like unbotheredness. <laughs> let's say that because, and I remember Lisa had a critique of me, which was good information, but she said, like, you are a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. She's like, you you know, you, you care about what people think about you and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, you're right. So you both have forced me to tap into my, do I really care about what people, if I'm doing something, is it for me? Mm -hmm. Or is it because I think people will like mm -hmm. me more if I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so, a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good question to test it. Because we all want people to like us. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. We all need validation and we all get it in our own way. But it can become problematic if our behaviors and actions and responses to things are led first by right. what other people, you know what I mean? But we, we all need validation. It's just, it's a human need. We all want to feel love. We all want approval. We all want to be told we're right or agreed with, or, you know, we just need that affirmation sometimes. It just is what it is. Um, but it, you know, it even though it's a good thing, it can become right. a not so good thing, right? Yep. Um, I think Jay has influenced um, uh, me trying to be more more wise, like me trying to look at situations um, and not be so rigid, you know what I mean, in the way that um, I think about things, in a way that I assess things. Um, so I think, because I think me and you, Tiff, were really similar, are probably more similar than Jay and I. Yeah. And that we're way more type A, we're way more structured, yeah. we're way yeah. more, a little more by the book and things. And um, I've gotten away from that just in the way I've chose to live my life, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and trying to somewhat snatch back from the confines of society. Um, and so I've been able to blossom a little bit out of that, but I still need plans, I still need order, I still need structure, right? Um, but I think Jay has helped me to... Um, think think of things and be more fluid and not succumb to, you know, what the majority of people would think on this topic or just being able to look at a situation and assess it from a different point of view. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Tiff, you influenced me by just wanting to be kinder to people. Huh. Like... <laughs> That ain't work. Oh, you really feel I'm gonna need you to keep influencing them. No, it does. It, and, and the people that matter to me. I ain't talking about. <laughs> Let's oh, be clear. All right. Let's oh, be clear. Sir. Read, read the small I'm not print. Talking again. <laughs> Asterisk. Well, tell me something. Bad print. Tell me. No, something. the people who I love. The well, people she that chewed out that life. fox car lady. <laughs> Man, let me walk like, the way. Like I gotta go. Man, you know what? <laughs> Look, after we left the um the the uh the rental place and got something to eat. And you know, the, the lady who was helping us with our food, and I was just really, really genuinely nice to her. I was thinking because I didn't have nothing on the line. Like, I get really short when I'm thinking, like when I'm trying to read and I'm trying to, you know, make sure that all the, you know, the I's I got it and the T's are crossed. You're assessing at the same time, got but it yeah, comes so off. Yeah, so it at, comes off very, I got you. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean to be like that. And, I, and when you pointed that out, 
you know, I'm going to really make sure that when I'm in that situation again, because I don't never want to treat anybody like that, like they're beneath me. Yeah, no, I can tell it's not intentional. No, it's definitely not. But even though it's not intentional, it still should be, you know what I'm saying? You should still should work on that. Because, you know, I ain't mean to. Well, mean not to. Right. (laughs) How about that? Right. So I'm definitely going to uh, make sure that I treat people with um, respect and and I'm friendly. Yeah. Unless, you know. Unless, yeah. yeah, No, we get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but back to you, Tiff. <laughs> I interrupt you. Um, yeah, just to be kind to the people, you know what I mean? Like how you always, when somebody even does, when they do something, I'll be more bothered than you are. Like, we ain't forgiving them. Like, no, not as a unit. We are not I said, we good. We ain't right. I said, you can't talk to them no more. But I think there should be like a line, you know, some boundaries sometimes. But I do feel like, Maybe I should kind of reevaluate my boundaries. Maybe I should be more forgiving. Maybe I should be kinder. Maybe I should be more lenient. You know what I mean? Because there, there's definitely definitely something to gain in that. You know what I mean? Um, as far as Lisa, definitely taught me to be more bold. Like I was just listening to a podcast, um, "Secret to Success," mm-hmm. "Secret Secret to Success," mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and they were talking about how um, ascension versus being stagnant Mm -hmm. or whatever and it's like you have a there's no in between you're either leveling up in life or you're stagnant or whatever and you basically have taught me how to be bold like step out there because they were saying like the people who are doing all these big great things and because they sweeter than you it's just that they're more bold than you they're taking steps they're just taking steps they're like okay i'm about to be a a speaker i'm about to do this and i'm about to do that Mm -hmm. not because they have all these skills but they decided this is what i'm going to do and they started doing it so basically what i learned from you is start just start doing it mm-hmm. like start moving in the direction you want to go don't be afraid don't have fear and even when you have fear still move as if you don't mm-hmm. that's I love good. it. that's juicy love it that's juicy so how do you start with um how do we end the overwhelm and the the burnout so because what we want to avoid is the cycle right right so People, everybody has experienced some type of overwhelm, burnout, stress, whatever. We have periods in our lives that challenge us in that way. And then maybe we'll throw a vacation in the mix. We'll throw some off days in the mix. We'll take some mental health days, you know, whatever we need to do to get away for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. But the comeback. Um, I saw a meme that was very, and I saved it. I'm going to post it eventually. Um, I have a, like a repertoire, like memes. Yeah, I want to yeah, just like yeah, release, we all do. slow yeah. release, you know. Yeah, I gotta have that meme library. But it says something like, my goal is to create a life that I do not have to take a vacation from. Mm-hmm. So it's taking active steps so that whatever you do, like Lisa, you love what you do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so Jay, you're opening up businesses and things that you want to do. Like you're going to pour everything into it because you want to. So it's creating that life yeah. where you're not dreading the mm-hmm. tasks that, that it requires, yeah. the everyday tasks. I yeah. think that's an important first step. It's yep. extremely That's important. a very important first step. My issue is that I've done that. Okay. Done that. So what's next? I do not need a vacation. But like going back to work excites me. Got it. And that's the issue. Ooh. Yeah, I think as far as that, um, I think it's the same thing with everyone. Uh, um, prioritizing. Um, the fallback, like prioritizing, like how you said you're going to start scheduling days off. 
or and then you know we get here people are calling you and stuff you're on vacation you're like hey i need to do this 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 and that mm -hmm. like mate you know what i mean like i remember one time you was over my house i think and probably more boundaries for people because you mm -hmm. were over my house Definitely and boundaries. and somebody e called sent you a text or e email something Lisa, what you think about A X Y Z B D L? I'm like, and you were about to answer X Y D, and I said no, yeah, absolutely not. You're going to tell her to reference where you have that information already at. I'm not going to be your personal. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. not about to happen because yeah. you're doing it, then they doing it, then they doing it, they doing it, and then where's the time for me at? No. That's true. That's the okay. So step number two: boundaries. Boundaries. I have done a horrible job at creating boundaries between me and work colleagues and clients. Yeah. Because I, I guess because I, I have the leisure of cutting off when I want to. I don't have anyone telling me what my work hours are or my work days are. So I'm like, hey, if I want to reply to an email at nine thirty at night or reply to a text message at six o'clock in the morning, I also might nap from eleven to three. So I guess in my mind, it felt like. I didn't need them as much, which was 100% wrong, yeah. right? And so, number one, create a life you don't need vacation from, right? So, that's all about being obedient and getting into alignment yep. so that you, when you're living purposefully, you know, you do, it, it's a, it's a you know, double-edged sword, but you do want to work out of time. You enjoy your work, but then we also know that you have to shut down, shut off, restore, you know, restorate, and so that's where boundaries come into play. Right. So creating the boundaries, know what everyone should have access to me. You know what I mean? And it, it is what it is. I need to charge more for my one on one time and my personal time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's just been some things and I'm like, I can't keep I can't keep this up. Yeah. Because, you know, that's always been irritating for me. <laughs> if I've ever been in some about something that was not personally directly affecting me is that it it annoys me. I, I don't like mm -hmm. to see people pulling on someone constantly. Yeah, constantly i don't you know what i mean i understand that that's your job i understand you love it i understand you have the knowledge and they may not necessarily know where to get that knowledge yeah but i've seen people pull unnecessarily because it's available to yeah. them you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and i just don't think that that's right and you know what it does it creates resentment because i'm gonna be so honest with you guys I sometimes feel like I don't have anybody to go to. Like, I feel like I'm the answers for everybody. Mm. Like, can you tell me this about my business? Can you tell me this about health? Can you tell me this about my cat? I feel like anything I want, I will have to Google. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I could be wrong in that. That's just like my made up view of my life. Like, okay, I'm the top of the food chain for everybody. And then, and so what happens is you start developing resentment for people in your life. You know what I mean? And it can be mild, but it's there because I don't feel like I have an outlet and I don't feel like I have that circle mm -hmm. of people who, cause you know how we always say to be successful, you need to get around people that have more than you think bigger than you right. think, you know what I mean? But you have it. You have I don't that. feel like I do. I don't feel like I have it the way I want it and need it. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. You know what I mean? And so, because for somehow, I always end up in some way coaching somebody in my life. But you know what? Um, you step into coaching Naturally. unsolicited. Yes, I know. Yeah. And sure. that can create, because a lot of times, like me, you, Tiff, and I, we'll be having like a 
conversation and you'll jump into coaching mode where it's not warranted you know, know. what i mean mm-hmm. like it's like no no coaching is necessary here this is just a conversation so maybe even that could be it like we'll fall into our putting ourselves in a position to offer what we have you know what i mean right. like our gift or our talent or whatever it is mm-hmm. when it's like you know what i mean like how you say the mother in me always wants to mother someone. No, Jay, we don't need you to mother us right now. Mm-hmm. And that's on me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to fall back and what you naturally love to do, like to do, mm-hmm. especially when it's not even asked mm-hmm. to be provided. And you know what? In times when I try and do that, it'd be funny because we'd be like, I know you think it's such and such. I know you. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah, you said that. My therapist just said that. She'll just go out with people. And they may be talking, they, if, you know, at the dinner table or something about a problem. They're like, I know you think. She's like, I actually was not right, thinking right. about you. I was enjoying this food. I was trying to live my life. Right. <laughs> like, no, actually. <laughs> right. But it's not a bad thing. It just come, it just come with the work. Okay, so another solution. You got another one, Tiff? Um, pass for a minute. I got I to gotta think. <laughs> um, you got one, what This is something that's extremely hard for me, saying no. Mm-hmm. Oh, saying no I it's so it's something I'm still working on like these last couple of days I ran myself raggedy for anything anybody asked me to do can you drop me off can you pick me up can you do my hair can you run me over there can you like can you babysit can you and I say yes to everything because as you and Lisa and I um, said before we treat people how we want to be treated mm-hmm. so it's like and it's not I'm not talking about in that old school treat people how you want to be treated we treat people the way we want to be treated and we expect that in return but that's not the way it works right you know what i mean and like even in my relationship we had to come to the table and realize like you're treating me the way you want to be treated because that's what you want but i want what what moves me is something else right, treat right. me the way i want treat to treat me the way right. i want to be treated mm-hmm. so when i do these things for people and i yes 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 and when i turn around and ask for someone and they don't do it I'm 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 super upset about it. So I literally say yes because you truly truly have the time. You truly have the you know what I mean? Like you're not drained, you're not tired. Like I'll say yes to babysitting when I'm so drained from work, when I have a million things to do because I'm feeling like if that was if I was in that situation, I would want you, you to want say help. yes to me. And that person probably would say no. Yep. So basically learning when and how to say no when you're applying too much pressure and putting too much on your plate. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Like, I have learned to schedule in me time. Like, I legit put it in my calendar. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to do any tasks for anybody else from this time to this time. Or even yourself. Even myself. You know what I mean? Like, you try to be productive for yourself. And it's like, I'm like, Even if I just sit and stare at the wall, I don't care. I'm not doing anything for anybody else or myself that I would see as an expenditure of energy. Mm -hmm. Put it like that. Yeah, I like the way you were. Me time, and it's just me. I've learned to do that, and it's taken so long to (laughs) make that a non negotiable item. So, yep, saying no and scheduling your me time. Yeah, that's a a really good one, too. Um, I think. Uh, prioritizing pleasure. So at the beginning of the year, one of the things I said was, you know, after I teach every farm to table course, I need a vacation before and after. And it's kind of worked out that way really nice. So we just ended up a farm to table course um, on October 19th, right before the weekend, right before that one start. We did a three day weekend in Chicago. And then now literally we just ended on the 19th on the 22nd. We're in Nevada. 
and then the next one is going to start in January and I'll be in New Orleans a couple a weekend or two before that. And so I like saying something, but then sticking to it. Mm-hmm. It's really huge because um, for me, travel is a love um, being in a different environment, you know, just breathing a different air, the warmth of different suns uh, is really, really, really therapeutic for me, really medicinal. And so planning that saying it and doing it you know not just like i'm gonna take more vacation i'm gonna see more of the world no literally looking at a calendar and prioritizing seeing the world over obligations i think um you know one of the things they said on the secret to success 2 podcast jay that i really liked is um you know most of us literally just spend our life working for our liabilities yeah you know what i mean and just are prioritizing our liabilities Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so all of these and these liabilities that we create you know what i mean there's so many things that we feel we're responsible to and for that don't have to exist you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and so these man-made liabilities that put so much pressure on us and what Tiff said is so important that you turn into a different person and don't even realize it until you're not that person anymore. Her, her mm-hmm. husband had to say, whoa, you're lighter on your feet now that you got a new job. And so you don't even know who you've become because, you know, you've morphed so much after year and year of just working to fulfill these liabilities and these obligations that are so superficial. Mm-hmm. Right. And so creating a life that's truly authentic you know i'm reading a book right now by eckhart tolle that's about the ego and it is so powerful because i've been obsessed with the ego for a couple years and how it just leads actions and things um and he just talks about how you literally create suffering for yourself and other people and the ego has to have an enemy and it's just and it's interesting i'm like man this is just some superficial nonsense that we exist with you know what i mean and i think a lot of the overwhelm and the exhaust, like I created it. Mm-hmm. I literally created it. You know what I mean? I built these businesses. I built this and I built it in such a way that it's overwhelmed me. Nobody else gave this. This was me. <laughs> like I right. did this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy and it makes me happy. But you know, you have to have, you have to be able to number one, identify what role you play in the life that you live. You know what yeah. I mean? We're all, we're all self-made. Nobody did this to you. You know what I mean? And so just recognizing a lot of that. So, you know, basically what I'm saying, one solution is creating this level of self-awareness. And as much as you can, take um, your ego and your feelings out the equation and sit down and really assess how you ended up where you are, right? Because we're talking about how not to get back there. So when I get home, I got to make sure I'm very clear on, I don't want to feel the way I felt these last, I don't want to wake up and feel like I just want to run from everything. That's insane. You know what I mean? And so you have to figure out how did I get here? Not just how to feel better. Weekend in Nevada ain't going to be enough for that. You know what I mean? And so that's going to be really important too, that self-assess. Yeah, that's a good one. Very self-assessment is so important. You know, um, that podcast that I just did that interview for, and he asked me about how did I become an ethical vegan? Because I, um, to- I broke down all the different types of veganism, like you know, whole food, plant based, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there's an ethical vegan, and he was like, "Wow, you know, ethical? That's like a huge step." Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, you know, how self-development, self-assessment is a gateway mindset. Man, listen. It's not, you know what I mean? We always talk about gateway drugs and things, gateway mm-hmm. illnesses, but gateway 
self-development gateway like that's a gateway mindset you start to care about more you start to think about more you start to really you know want to be introduced to more no doubt naturally no you doubt. know what i mean that's how we're all sitting here in this doing this podcast self-assessment is so important and it is a key role in not being overwhelmed and when you are getting overwhelmed recognizing it and then knowing what tools you need to use one of the tools is not falling victim to the pressure of being productive when i tell you guys mm, listen up black women good, that's a good one when i there? tell you Ooh. guys the pressure to be quote unquote productive and we all know because we work out when you go to gym and you hitting it, you hitting it, you hitting it, your body is like, whoa, there. You need those rest days. And yeah. you get more from getting those rest days. Now you're getting powered up. That's when your body is like, okay, now we can get yeah. back in the ring. And now we have, we're you know, we're more prepared for the battle, for the fight. Mm-hmm. You don't get stronger just continue, continuously breaking yourself down in the name of production. It's okay to, to sit back, relax. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm not going to do anything but Netflix and chill. That's fine. We have so much pressure to be, everybody, you, it, during this COVID, you should be starting a business. During this COVID, all, sometimes all you need to do is not lose your mind right now. Hello. We need to stop with all this pressure. You can get back in the game. The, 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 this world is not going nowhere. It's not like if you took care of yourself for five months and just really just did, you know, some restore, um, restoration and rest that the world is not going to be waiting for you to rejoin it and start whatever you were doing and, mm-hmm. and get back on the grind like it's perfectly fine to rest rest is absolutely needed and it's essential and, it, and i'm not just talking about the six to eight hours of rest at night i'm not talking about that that sometimes that's not enough sometimes you need literally like Beyonce and like Lisa talking about, sometimes you need to just fall off the grid for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think in understanding that and being able to accept that is this. Counterproductive is not the opposite of productive. Just because you're not being productive by your definition of what productive looks like doesn't mean you're being Facts. counterproductive. True. Right? And that so, is productive, productive in itself. Yeah, yeah. You, I think that's, that's what I've heard from, you know, some clients who are life coaches that, you know, I... I got these errands and I got this to-do list and you know, if I'm not working, I got stuff I got to take care of for the household or for my family. And I just I can't afford a whole day where I ain't taking care of stuff. Cause it's going to pile up. I'm like, dude, that's not, there's not two, there's not only two options here. Right. You know what I mean? There's, it's not productive or counterproductive. It's not, that's not, that's not it. And so, especially as people of color, because honestly, you know, we, we have a lot of this, like we were born with a lot of these traumas because, you know, we don't have the benefit of white tears. We don't have, we're not damsels in distress, right? Or we're not perceived as damsels in distress. You know, nobody's going to come in and, you know, wipe the, the, the pretty blonde haired girl's tears. Like we don't have that privilege. And so, you know, we usually are responsible for cleaning up the mess and being strong enough to keep it pushing. Right. And unfortunately that's because we're just not valued in this country. And in this world. Mm. And so part of this creation that we, we, the overwhelm that we create for ourselves is because it really is true. Like if I don't, who will, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But that's, that's when you need to start detaching 
from these pre-made up notions of what productive will look like, of what a mother is, of what a wife is, of what a good friend is, of, of what an entrepreneur is, that you've attached to these preconceived definitions that you never defined for yourself, you just adopted them. And you're, you know, you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's the same thing with parent. Um, you know, me and Tiff and I are in the same uh, mother, mom's group or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, I, it's with me, it's always one thing. I feel guilty if I tell you to go to bed early so you can get your rest. And then now you're upset because you missed your favorite show. Or I let you stay up late, watch your favorite show, and you didn't get enough rest. It's like, I'm always looking for this perfect feeling of motherhood like i did the right thing it doesn't exist all the time it is it's not not. there it's never you're never going to like feeling satisfied that you're doing the best that you can in the best interest of your child you would think that would be good enough but it just never feels good enough Mm. it never feels good enough it's almost like the people who have low i'm not low standards it seems like they they they're more happier doesn't it because they don't they're not trying to reach this certain this expectation right it's, it's, yep yep and it's like oh they my go with God. that lace front <laughs> oh yo no, do not no whole, talk about it. let's talk about it whole, come on now listen and we were just saying like i was debating because jay i was thinking about listen lace fronts bother my <laughs> they bother my entire soul and it is it's not that they're i don't like, I'm trying not to be so judgmental, right? And so Jay, Jay says something like, I don't want to offend anybody. And I'm like, and I truly do not intend on inf- offending anyone. But my thing is, I can't take them, y'all. They're everywhere. <laughs> First of all, your forehead start right above your eyebrow. Talk about you it. got, you know, it's just too, it just looks too inauthentic to me. And in my opinion, that the whole point of extensions and whatnot is to extend your beauty, is to give you um, a different look but look more enhanced. natural. Enhance what you already have. Or, and now you got a whole different thing. Or what? Or, or not look natural. I want you to see these long hairs, these long lashes, these color eyes. And then tomorrow I'm going to have a bob, a short bob. Absolutely. The point of extensions for everybody is not to look natural. Okay. It's to look very and, unnatural. And, and that's the definition Barbie-like sometimes or yep. whatever. And that's my problem. I, yeah. That's my... I'm, 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 transferring my definition onto onto other people and that's not fair yeah that's not fair because for me i feel like extensions it should look more natural but that's what i want for me yeah and like you said certain people that's not the look they're they're going going for and that's a me problem absolutely that's not them absolutely yep yeah. Thank you for talking through that. With yeah, me. I mean, get that judgment out of your spirit. You got to. I've been, work, I've been so working on that. Yeah. That's one of my goals That'll this year. You to out. Really work on that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody ain't in it for the same thing. And so I'm working on when I see somebody, I'm like, oh Lord, she got platinum blonde hair, and mm. she, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's not her, and it's like, that's and it not wasn't a, supposed to be exactly. She's probably getting, probably get, trying to get as far away from her blackness as possible. Ooh. And I'm just like, um, that's I'm working on that for me because I wouldn't do that for myself, but that's me. There you, you know, go. I don't wear my hair like that because. That's what. I, that's my. That's that projection. That's my right. Oh yeah, you got that's that my right, and that's her right. Absolutely. To have that look. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I had to overcome that in the grocery store. That's their right to buy that box cereal. <laughs> that Shut six up. pack of Pepsi. I'm working on that too. Like right you know, we should do that. We be in the, we be, it truly is. We would take pictures that in the grocery store. Right. I would send it to y'all. I'd be like, look at this cart. This cart is out of control. Oh, yeah. Grocery store. All this crap. Yeah. And it's like that's their right. You know. Have y'all got reshocked by anything that you? Like, get shocked. Like, I saw a man buying um, 
a 12 pack of Mountain Dew and I got shot like floored. <laughs> How no. dare I you? I was like, I mean, like, we've been saying this for years, but I was literally like, this man drink that, yeah, is Jay. pouring you, sugar. You be accusing me of not being in the world enough when I think people getting healthier and you like, oh, well, you know, I've been working from home, so you know what I mean? The Tell world, me something. I'm like, what? People. Once you're about you go to go home world. and pour sugar directly into your bloodstream. That's what you're telling me? Guys? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So, yeah, I got re shocked about it. I was like, yo, what? Wow, this madness hasn't stopped since I've been working for man. No, no. People are really still putting this poison in our body. And we got to save our people, y'all. But we're going to do that on a whole nother episode. Tiff. Yes, ma'am. You about to get up out of here and move across the country. I'm out. You Listen, know. I'm already on the West Coast. Y'all don't even know I'm already there. You man. already there. You yeah. ain't know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm proud of you, man. Thank I can't you. wait to come and visit. Thank you. You know, most yeah, mostly proud because of that. Because I can't <laughs> wait to come and visit. It's another place to happening. visit. Listen, you got a whole room for you. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, y'all got these businesses, honey. You know, we got the vibe booth. We got be well friends. You know, stuff is just really taking off for the squad. So, ladies, we about to raise our glasses and toast to our six-fit trip. You hear me? You hear me? Do we got a call? We need a, a We need a clink. What a, what a, get a, get a, what a clink Clank, clank, clank. No, no. We need some clink. You we want this clink. real clink? Yeah, we need the real clink. <laughs> raise these glasses. Oh, there raise you go. Raise these glasses, <laughs> ladies. I like to call a toast. Here, Tiff, pour, pour me up a little, little bit. <laughs> For the first. While yes. we at it. For, <laughs> For the first night of our sixth annual fit trip, I am so blessed and beyond honored to have a squad um, that thinks like me, uh, to have a squad that eats like me. You know, ain't nothing like nothing like your friends. Listen, Boy, can't find out what to eat. You, can't you're find the out what to drink. Yeah, so in the crew. Shout know? out to plant-based vegan best friends Amen. and um, you know, fit chicks. We about to go out here do some jump squats, celebrate our health, our push-ups, like we do Let's every do it. <laughs> Every year, I'm excited. You know, we got to do it before Jay falls asleep at eight o'clock on okay. the dial. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what time? It's getting late. Yeah, it's getting late. It's getting late. It's so six we, o'clock at the crib. It's six yeah. o'clock. So Jay about to <laughs> nod off in about two seconds flat. I've accepted that. Yeah, we haven't. You know, that's the problem. Be, I'm sick of people being. <laughs> if you if you fall asleep during Uno, I swear on everything. In oh, oh, party. so she gonna be playing? What Uno? you swearing you, on? Yo, she told me to bring the, a lot of the fa- games. You fell for that nonsense. I'm playing, I brought the Uno. Uno I'm playing Uno tonight. Because I, I want to see her lip. Okay, you hear it first, uh, audience, our wonderful audience. You hear it first. Jay says that she will participate. Jay does not play games. We will see. Jay does not stay up we late. We will see. I, and, and maybe she's breaking the mold. Why? It's a new day. It's no, 2020. It's a new day. I am not falling. Y'all, the, the problem with you and Tiff, <laughs> it ain't me, is y'all want to go rounds and rounds and rounds. And Uno, who does that? Niggas Everybody who knows. People who lose and need to go rounds. <laughs> I'll be kicking Tiff's butt. You hear me? She do. She be walking the be floor like, with me. Tiff be like, one okay. more time. I'll be like, Tiff. Tiff and then Tiff try to make new rules. And y'all be doing too much. Y'all be arguing over. I'm like, bye. My rules are silent. Bye. Good night. Hey, good night. Okay, we're making a deal right here. Oh. If you fall asleep before 11 o'clock, what? you putting 20 on red at the casino. We got witnesses. Whoa, 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 we buddy. got witnesses, buddy. baby. That's 11 it. o'clock, the time. And, and, and with that... <laughs> we see y'all eight more hours. Yeah. Well, no, no, we. I want my whole twenty. <laughs> twenty on black. Just give it a That's cash like now. To, what? That's Just like give it a cash now. She's only saying up to no eleven. Wow. <laughs> It's three hours ahead. Of- That'll be anyway, one y'all. Thank, thank you for listening time. to this podcast. Listen, I lost her mind. I hate time it here. To- I hate it here. What? I'm sorry. I, can't, I hate it here. I'm not. 
nine o'clock until next time oh wait a minute we've got people done checked out now we're talking too much nonsense but <laughs> listen in an effort to restore and restorate tiff and jay will be taking over the podcast and so um i'll still be doing my solo episodes for you guys uh, obedience the podcast but jay and tiff will be taking over the black health academy podcast with bi-weekly episodes bringing you all the black health juiciness and nonsense and i'll be jumping in on some future episodes but jay and tiff will be leading the pack doing more first saturday classes and so um we look good look forward to seeing more of them y'all still getting good reviews too i think my assistant was like who's the two girls who did the first saturday class they were so good i was like mm-hmm. oh hey hey hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i like to hear i love it yes 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 so um the Black Health Academy is rocking and rolling. We got exciting new stuff coming up next year, uh, creating a plant-based certification for people of color. We start filming that on November 12th. Uh, Farm to Table is kicking off strong in 2021 in January. So we have a lot coming for y'all. Thank you for continuing to rock with us. We're well, we're rolling up to about 950 members inside the Academy right now. Woo! And so wow. we are really, really, really awesome happy and proud of um the content we're able to create for people of color to get empowered you know to be advocates for their own health so let's go let go all right bring out the clink peace